0: Hi, I'm Jillian, and you're listening to the Bite Size Nutrition Podcast, where each week you'll learn tools and actionable tips for improving your relationship with food, your body, and yourself so that eating can feel easier. If at any point you'd like to learn more about my coaching programs, download free resources to support your progress, or just see photos of my adorable dog, you can go to www.bitesize.es to learn more. Thank you so much for listening, and let's hop in to this week's episode. A workshop style call that I do every other week for my clients. And these topics that we talk about on these calls range from everything from how to practice better self-compassion to how to prep your mindset for the holiday season. And this one is one that I actually recorded while I was here in Costa Rica. And it is all about how to reduce the importance of your appearance and start to improve your body image. And so this is is a kind of a workshop style podcast. So if you can sit down and actually have some notes available, that might be amazing. If not, if you're out for a walk, if you're in the car, if you're cooking dinner, whatever it is that you're doing, listen to this. I hope that it can really help you understand why while appearance is something, while what our bodies look like is always going to be something that exists within our lives, it doesn't need to be something that dictates your life. And if you are someone that feels like you can't do certain things or that you can't be confident because of what your body looks like, this episode is hopefully going to start changing the way that you think about your body. I have, I think, two or three other podcast episodes specifically on body image, and this is really key when it comes to nutrition because most of us change the way that we eat because we also want to change the way that we look or we control what we eat Because we want to control how we look. And so we cannot have a conversation about nutrition without having a conversation around body image. And when you learn to accept your body in the many different ways that it will look over the course of your life, the way that you approach nutrition will also change. And trust me, this is something that I have worked with my clients on now for, wow, a really long time. It's something that has completely changed my life and understanding that. My body is not the most important, no, sorry, not my body's not the most interesting thing about me. And that has released so much pressure off of this need to control everything that I eat and has made my relationship with food so much more enjoyable. So, whether you are more focused on working on your body image or you're really working on improving your relationship with food, this episode is going to be an incredible one for you to listen to. So, as you listen to this, I will probably be on an airplane somewhere over some part of Central America or so with that, my friend, please go ahead and enjoy this episode. Hello, and welcome to this week's accountability call. And this is a topic that I absolutely love to talk about because this struggle, like our the struggle with our bodies, is a big component of why we often feel the need to restrict our food and the way that we feel about our bodies, the way that we think about our bodies is so closely related to nutrition. So I wanted to, I'm just going to actually, I want to film a little bit of this. So I'm just going to set my phone up here. Perfect. All right. So, let's talk a little bit about body image, the different components of body image. And then I'm going to walk you through some questions to help you explore your own body image and how you can start working towards body acceptance and body functionality. So body image is not what our bodies actually look like. It is the perception of our bodies. And this is why how we feel about our bodies can change so quickly. So you might have a day where you're like, oh my gosh, I feel amazing," I feel like a million bucks, and then the very next day or even later in that same day, you don't like your body or you start picking it apart or you feel, quote unquote, fat. And this is because so much of our body perception has to do with factors that have absolutely nothing to do with what our bodies actually look like. So you might have a stressful day coming up and you end up changing your clothes a million times because nothing looks right. You feel terrible. But two days ago, that same outfit made you feel like a million bucks. And the the fact that our bodies do not change very much from day to day, but how you feel about your body changes so quickly is proof that it actually doesn't have a lot to do with what our bodies look like. But let's talk about, there are four components of body image. There's how you see your body, how you feel about your body, how you think about your body, and how you act towards your body. And so I want to give you a couple um a couple examples to understand this a little bit better. So how you see your body is like, actually, you might look in the mirror or look at yourself in photos and see a distorted image of yourself. You might see, for example, oh my gosh, my thighs are so big or my hips are so wide. And that isn't necessarily an absolute truth. That is simply how you are seeing your body. And often that has to do with like in relation to other people, in relation to what current body trends are. And it is so fluid, right? How you feel about your body. And this, again, Super, super fluid. Like I mentioned before, the way that you feel in a certain day can influence how you feel about your body. So you might feel like, I feel like my body isn't good enough. It's not strong enough. It's too big, blah, blah, blah. And that, again, doesn't have anything to do with what it actually looks like, how you think about your body. um, And that can be the things that you say to yourself in your head. I think that I would look better if I did this. Uh, My body is not good enough. My body is blah, blah, blah. And so then the last component of this is how we act towards our body. And so all of this stuff feeds into actions, right? And that can be And uh, the way that we act towards our body can be, it can have to do with how we feed our bodies, how we move our bodies, how we treat ourselves, the, the types of clothes that we buy, the types of clothes that we wear. So it's everything that is behavior in relation to your body. And so those four components build what is your overall body image and having a negative body image. So having a negative body image affects your day to day in a really big way so that might be by consistently or even just occasionally trying to diet or restricting food you may put a really high value on your weight or your shape so that might mean that it is incredibly important to you to weigh a certain amount or it is incredibly important to you to look a certain way and that can really affect the way that we move through the world um you might deal with a lot of shame a lot of guilt a lot of self-doubt and it can affect our interpersonal relationships Um, Another really big place where negative body image affects us is just our overall self-confidence and our belief in our ability to do things. And so this is why it's something that we want to work on. It's something that we often talk about. And I do want to share that, like, the goal here is not to love everything about our bodies all the time, and that is a completely unrealistic goal. That is the classic body body positivity of, like, every body is beautiful, and that is not a realistic goal in my opinion, for anyone, because we are always going to have struggles around how we feel about our bodies, depending on the day. We are not going to wake up every morning, be like, I'm a freaking goddess. I look amazing. I love everything about myself. And that is unrealistic. Similarly to like, we're not going to wake up every day in a good mood. Right. And we would never expect that. And so what I believe is more realistic is body functionality, body acceptance, and working towards body neutrality. And so explaining those sort of three components of body image body functionality is like my body serves a purpose body acceptance. I accept my body as it is, even if I do choose to change it in some way. And I, and this is why it's really important body positivity and a lot of like health at every size movement is like, we should not work towards any intentional body changes. I believe that you have the absolute right towards wanting to change things about your body. However, It's important to recognize that your happiness should not be contingent on those changes. And if your happiness is contingent on those changes, it's more important to work on your overall mindset, the way that you think about your body and your body image than is to work on changing your body. But if you are in a place, you're like, I accept my body as it is. And I also think that I prefer how I look at X, you know, when I lose X amount of weight, totally fine. But again, we do not want our happiness to be contingent on body size and body neutrality. And this is like a great goal, but it can often feel really far off. And that is my body is a body. It's neither good or bad. It just is a body. And the reason why it's so difficult to get to these points with our bodies is because it's easier to blame our appearance or our bodies, or how we think our bodies look, then explore difficult emotions, reflect on experiences, and work on intentionally changing the way that we think. And we've also learned over the course of time, whether in our families, uh, whether in the media, we've learned that if our bodies look a certain way, in theory, we will be more successful, we will be more loved, everything about life will be better. And that is absolutely Let's dig in and start sort of the, the workshop portion of this little call here. So first, I want you to, and you pause me at any time, and I want you to pause me and unpause me or write these questions down and come back to them and, and fill them out later. I want you to ask, what is your internal dialogue about your body like? Sit for a moment and brainstorm some of the phrases, words, or beliefs that you currently hold about your body. And then I want you to get curious about how do those beliefs change depending on your emotional state? Let's say, for example, you um, you, know, you just got home from an amazing date and you're like, oh, I feel like amazing. I look fantastic. But you get home from a crappy date and you're like, it's because I'm ugly. I hate my body, blah, blah, blah. Your body hasn't changed. What's changed is your emotional state. Um, so again, what is your internal dialogue about your body like? Brainstorm phrases, words, or beliefs that you currently hold about your body. All right, if you've paused me and unpaused me, next question, what are the behaviors that you take part in on a regular basis that draw attention to your body shape or size? And this is really important because this is essentially what we call like body checking or body monitoring. And these are behaviors that may seem, may seem normalized. So when we talk about body checking or body monitoring, these are behaviors that may seem normalized within our like overall culture, But what they do is they continue to reinforce this belief that our body shape and our body size is incredibly important. And so that might be uh, looking at photos, um, pinching your belly fat, you know, weighing yourself, cutting out certain foods, practicing like dietary restraint or like continually dieting. Um, That can be wearing clothes that don't necessarily fit the body that you have now. Um, That might be talking negatively about your body um in conversation so all of those are behaviors that draw attention to the importance of your weight or importance of your shape so brainstorm some of these behaviors and write them down amazing if you've paused me and unpaused me we're going to go back to this later I'm going to give you some recommendations for what to do if you've realized like oh my gosh I'm actually doing quite a few things that draw attention to my body on a regular basis I want you to go back to the phrases before. So the phrases where you brainstormed, like the phrases, words or beliefs that you have about your body and how do those things that those phrases, words or beliefs, how do they influence these behaviors? Right. And so that might be like, when I tell myself, oh my gosh, I look so fat, I will go in my phone and look for photos where I feel, believe I look skinnier and I will compare my current body to that body. Or when I. You know, when I mm, say, wow, I have no self control around food, I will um, start to look at my body size or I will jump on the scale and be like, clearly, I have no control around food because my weight is XYZ. And so let's start to connect those things that we say, those things that we think, with the behaviors that we do. All right, next step. And this is a really interesting. Uh, a really interesting component of body image is like understanding that the way that we feel about our bodies is not an inherent thing. Like this is not, we weren't born believing a body should look like this. I should look like this. This is a better body. We were not born like that. We have learned it both culturally and in our families through our experiences. And so it's, I, I think it's really important to look at where your beliefs about what a body should look like actually came from. And so you can go back and think, oh, well, I remember my mom doing the same thing in the mirror when I was younger. Or I remember watching TV. Like, for example, I was watching Friends the other day, and I was blown away at all of the fat phobic comments that that were made in Friends and all of the comments that hearing them now through the lens of someone that is quite aware of uh, body acceptance and body neutrality that were so, so triggering. And so I, it can be really helpful to like, think back through your childhood or through even experiences that you have now. Maybe you have a group of friends that is constantly talking about how much they want to lose weight or how much food that they're eating and really take some time to look at how these factors play into what you believe a body should look like right now. All right. And So that is kind of the bulk of what I want you to look into. These are some really big questions and things that I think you can learn a lot from if you dig into, but I want to give you some actionable tips to start working on shifting this. So I want to assure you, oh, last thing here. Once you kind of brainstorm about these beliefs of like what a good body is, I want you to actually ask yourself, is this true? And if so, why? And if not, why not? Like For example, you might have this belief of like, I, my perfect weight is X amount of X kilos. And you might be like, well, is that true? And you might realize when you dig into it, you're like, actually, no, this is a belief that I had because my mom always said that that's the right weight, but it actually doesn't have any bearing on me. It's just something that I've grown up believing and I've never really questioned. So questioning those beliefs is really, really important. And so moving into actionable tips part. And appearance isn't something that is going to magically disappear as a component of our lives. The way that we look is going to be a factor in our lives. But research shows that making your body, quote unquote, better, like changing your body doesn't magically improve body image. And if there are body image improvements, those body image improvements tend to be temporary if there is not also the work done on like self-confidence, body acceptance, body neutrality alongside those body changes. And so while we often put a lot of pressure on like, I need to change my body, I need to lose weight, or I need to get stronger, I need to look different. We forget that when we think differently, we will perceive our bodies differently. And that has a lot more impact on our actual body image. And so there are kind of three main things. So three main things that I want to encourage you to start believing that can be really helpful in shifting your body image. So first, what we focus our attention on grows. And this means that stepping in front of the mirror and immediately drawing your eyes to your least favorite part of your body makes that part of your body feel like the most important part of your body. Second, emotions that are driven by all areas and all experiences are often taken out on our bodies. So your emotions influence how you feel about what you're, about your body more than what your body actually looks like. And then the third thing I want to encourage you to start believing is that the actions that you take in regards to your body change how you feel about your body. For example, if I put on pants that are a size too small, I am probably going to feel like my body is too big. But if I put on pants that are comfortable and fit my body, I might feel really great. If I pinch my thighs or I pinch my belly, that might make me feel inadequate. But if I treat my body with respect, that can inspire feelings of wanting to continue to treat my body with respect. So let's talk about body functionality, body acceptance. So body functionality, you can notice, name, and appreciate your body for its functions. And this is because we often think our bodies, or, or we forget that our body does not solely exist to be looked at. Our body exists to keep us alive. And one practice that is incredibly helpful is starting to redirect your mind. And instead of focusing on like, this is what my body looks like, focusing on these are all of the incredible things my body allows me or supports me in doing. And a really helpful way to look at this can be through like the the lens of the five senses. So my body allows me to see mountains. Uh, My body allows me to taste delicious food. My body allows me to feel the feeling of an incredible hug by someone I care about. And so that can be really helpful in practicing body functionality. Body acceptance has to do with knowing that our bodies are fluid. Our bodies are going to continue to change for the rest of our lives. And you are worthy of love and acceptance, no matter what that body looks like. And then I see kind of the end goal of a lot of this as body neutrality. And that is... Sort of getting to a point where you're like, I don't really feel bad or good about my body. And if I do feel bad or good about it, it's kind of fleeting. Like my body is just a body and I am worthy of love and care, like regardless of what that is, right? And so I've got five tips for you that I think could be really helpful. And I recommend like, as always, choose one and then work towards incorporating that one more consistently and more frequently into your day-to-day. And so the first one is to notice, name and neutralize. So notice the thoughts that you are having or notice the behaviors that you are doing, name them, like actually call it out and be like, I am noticing that I'm criticizing my belly and neutralize it. And so that might be like going from noticing that I'm saying I hate my belly to naming, like I'm having the thought that I hate my belly to I have a belly right? And that can take us from feeling like this is uh, this is a thought that is a part of me, to this is a thought that I'm having, to this is something that is now neutralized, that is neither good nor bad, it simply is. The second tip I have for you is to delay, eliminate, or replace body checking or body monitoring behaviors. And so from the behaviors that you came up with before, for example, could you delay, like let's say you look at yourself in the mirror every single morning, What would it look like if you skipped that in the morning? So you didn't start your morning out like checking yourself in the mirror. And you actually, you're like, you know what? If I still want to do it later in the day, I can do that later in the day. And you at least had that period in the morning where your focus was not on your body. You could also eliminate. So let's say, for example, you're currently weighing yourself and every time you weigh yourself, it just brings attention to the fact that like, oh gosh, I really don't like what I see on the scale. Um, Or you, you know, every so often you try on a pair of pants that you know are too small. Can you eliminate that altogether? Can it simply just not be a part of your routine anymore? And this may be challenging, but it may also simply just take like flipping a switch of I'm not gonna do this thing anymore. And that can be really helpful. Or replace, let's say for example, um, you are currently spending time looking at pictures on your phone and comparing yourself to other people. Can you replace that with perhaps, writing down things that you are grateful for your friends for or looking at your favorite photos of from vacations that you went on and that can be a helpful way to again reduce the importance of what your body looks like and reinforce a behavior that might be more positive for you the third tip practice behaviors that show your body kindness and support your body and this is sort of this goes back to the feedback loop that we've talked about before which is like this feedback loop of thoughts feelings and actions Feelings really hard to change. Thoughts fairly hard to change. Actions we can change our actions even if we don't feel like we are acting in alignment with what with what we're feeling right now. And so, ways to show your body kindness: eating regular meals, moving your body in a way that feels good, allowing yourself to rest, um, wearing comfortable clothing, um, giving yourself like giving yourself bits of self care. Um, whether that is like getting out of the shower and like massaging lotion into your legs in a way where you used to just like throw it on. Um, Maybe that means like putting makeup on and and actually like getting yourself to like putting effort into your appearance. Like sometimes those things are ways to show that you care for your body. Um, And this can be, what can be really helpful is to create a checklist for yourself of behaviors that you're like, these are behaviors I know that support and show kindness for my body. And so I am going to keep this list here and on a day where I feel like not great about my body, or I feel like maybe it isn't coming naturally. I'm going to go to this checklist and actually choose something to commit to. Fourth tip is to give yourself moments of mindfulness and moments of mindfulness are a precursor to acceptance. Like it's really hard to accept something if we're not actually aware of it. And mindfulness offers you awareness. So mindfulness, a simple way to do this is just looking like I'm going to pause I'm gonna take a few deep breaths and I'm going to ask myself some questions. And questions are a really great way to get curious about like what is actually happening. And so you can ask yourself, what do I feel right now? And maybe that is, you know, physical sensation like my belly hurts and or, you know, I am tired, I feel tired or maybe that what do I feel right now? Um, I feel this emotion or I feel like I need to have a conversation with this person. It's giving yourself an opportunity to check in. You can ask yourself, what am I thinking about right now? Maybe you notice that you're thinking about all the ways that you want to change your body or, oh, I don't like my belly today. And bring awareness to that. And that can give you the opportunity to then perhaps move into the next tip that I have for you, which is to practice some acceptance phrases and remind yourself of them on a regular basis. So some acceptance phrases that you can come back to, and these you can develop yourself Um, And it might be easier for you if you are someone that struggles with self-compassion. It might be easier to think of these in relation to someone else. Like if someone else was to come to you and someone you love, someone you love, like a family member, your best friend, someone was to come to you and be like, I really don't like my body right now. And you were to to be like, you know what, let's work on body acceptance. How would you coach them to phrasing some things that might be helpful for them as far as acceptance goes? And I have a couple of recommendations. So An example might be like, I choose to nourish my body, no matter what, I accept myself as I am. I am worthy of love and care, no matter what my body looks like. And so thinking of phrases that express, like I accept things as they are and know that you can accept something as it is and still want to work on changing it. But the difference is acceptance means that you give up the struggle of needing to change it so that you can choose to change it. And it comes from a place of love and a place of self-compassion. So I know, as always, I talked really fast. I apologize for that. Um, If you watch or listen to this, let me know which out of these tips resonated with you the most. Um, If you want, we can talk about this stuff on our next call. Um, I'd love to hear some of the things, some of your reflections and some of the things that you came up with. And I hope that you have an amazing day wherever you are, whatever you're doing.